welcome to what is episode 25 of the Hughes Musings podcast. My name is John. And I'm Carol. And we are the Hugheses. And this is Hughes Musings. Carol, how are you? Hello. Yes, I'm good, thanks. Uh, yeah, much better this week. Had a much, much better week this week than I did last week. Feeling a bit more positive. Yeah, been enjoying the weather a bit more. Yeah, we've been a bit more active this week, so that's definitely, you know, changed the mindset, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating a bit better, trying not to eat as many cakes that you keep baking. Nah. Um, but yeah, eating a little bit less. Yeah. Um, moving a little bit more. Yeah. And enjoying the weather a bit more. I love the little shoulder jiggle that you did just did when you were like moving a little bit more. Shoulder jiggle. It was a shoulder shimmy. That's it. Yeah, we need to um, we need to do at least one video podcast at some point. <laughs> So you can see all my movements. Yeah, but it won't be for a while because we've decided to do something this week, haven't we, Carol? We have. But first, John, how are you? I'm not bad. I feel feel good. Um, I've been told this week that I might be going back into the world of work. Yeah, temporary job lined up. Yeah, That's so good. it's going to be working from home as well. So that feels like it's going to be a bit strange. It's not something I've ever done before. But nope. hey, I mean, a lot of this we've never done before. That so, is very true. So yeah, we're going to set up the home office uh, along with other things as well. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling good. I've been a bit more active. I've been out on the bike a bit. I'm going to do it a lot more. Um, as you said trying to be a bit healthier as we sort of move forward and yeah we went crazy we were like lockdown we can eat whatever we want <laughs> yeah i mean i think it was because it was like this is only going to be about three four weeks and let's just enjoy it for what it is now it feels like it, it could really extend and yeah. i've heard some rumors and some people have been saying tentatively you know we're looking at the end of the summer if not the end of the calendar year and you we need to start setting some Good but, habits. Yeah. Better habits, better lifestyle patterns. So my mindset has massively changed this week. And I think as for a lot of people as well, I don't yeah. think we're the only ones of people are like, right, okay, this is the new normal for now. This isn't just a breakaway until the virus goes away. Feels like like this is this is what this year is gonna be now. Yeah. Yeah, because I think um like Australia and stuff like that have said that they're like flights will be stopped until the end of the year yep. or I've heard like some flights won't be back open until like 2022. Wow. Um, and then I think, I've, oh, see I only read headlines so I can't really like comment but I'm sure there's like been a like second waves and stuff like that of um of the virus where people have like come out of lockdown or reduced yeah. lockdown so I think we're trying to maybe combat that by doing it a bit longer. Yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah. So... The, you know, the government have quite clearly said that they'd rather have an extended lockdown than have to double. lift all the measures and then hit the economy massively by having to go back. Yeah. So they feel like extending it and just staying indoors is going to be much better for the country, the economy, the NHS, everything in the long run than leaving too early and everybody going back to life too early and then having... A, a, a second big wave, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you've got to respect that, and I think it is the right thing, but yeah. So, I've, I essentially have got a job. 
It's just a matter of when I start that. Yay! Yay! It's all about the dollar. Dollar, dollar, dollar. <laughs> dollar, dollar, dollar. Yeah, so Carol's happy because uh, we'll be earning again properly, which is yeah. great. Um, and I'm happy as well because, A, it gives me something to do, and B, as as you know, we've just said, it's it's all about the dollar, dollar. And, uh, you know, it's just going to shore up our finances and make sure that we don't get into trouble through all yeah. this. I mean, you know, we've managed our money pretty well and you know we've we've sort of rolled with the punches and everything but you know it's really gonna just your take... long term it wouldn't have worked yeah. no it's gonna take the edge off all that because i am as we've explained i'm not on furlough so i'm not receiving any sort of wage while i'm sat here eating cakes <laughs> so spending all my money on flour <laughs> and eggs so i've stopped doing that now um so no i feel good um and yeah as i said we have made a big decision this week, Carol, haven't we? We have. We have. So we were just lying in bed chatting uh, last night, and we we've talked about it on and off for a while. So we have basically since we moved in, we've been discussing this. Yeah, of like which, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have a two bedroom flat, um, and one room is it's gone from being very spare roomy. Mm-hmm. As in everything, yeah. everything was just dumped in there. Well, we, yeah, when we first moved in, everything was dumped in here. Yeah. Then we had it set up nice with like a double bed and like like space. a proper guest room. Yep. yep. Then we got rid of the double bed and yep. we've got like a sofa bed with the and it's turned into a games room slash studio slash still Spear a bit furniture. of a dumping ground <laughs> and and it's it's been a bit of a strange weird utility room and we we have our bedroom. On the other side of the flat, which is right by the door. And it's a smaller room. And it's, it's a smaller bedroom. room with yeah. a massive wardrobe in it. So we've always kept this for a spare room. But, I mean, we're in isolation right now. Um, and we haven't had that many people come and stay anyway. So what we've decided to do is switch rooms. Yeah. So we're thinking about keeping the studio in here. Yeah. Um, and bringing the king bed in here, but yep. leaving our wardrobes where they are, so because they're really heavy and really big. Yeah, and it's it's going to be too difficult. So essentially, what we've decided to do is have a bedroom with a studio in the corner, which is naughty. Um, <laughs> I mean, it could be really naughty, couldn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> but the, the casually got a studio in the corner of our bedroom. Hey, <laughs> so like the spare room, we'll call the blue room. Okay. And the bedroom we'll call the brown room. Brown room. Because yeah. that's their decorated colours. That's, yeah. So the blue room is like a pale blue with like a kind of sandy carpet and it's got two windows. The yeah. brown room is like a copper and brown wall yeah. with two big wardrobes, dark brown carpet and one window. Yeah. So it does, in a way it feels cosy. So it was nice in the winter yeah. when all you were doing was going in there and like getting cosy and like watching TV and falling asleep and stuff. Yeah. Whereas now we're spending so much time, like sometimes I will sit in the bedroom just for a change of scenery. So it'd be nice to do that in like the blue room, yeah. which will be like bright and airy and yeah. open. We were saying that literally today, um, just because obviously, you know, you've only got the space that you live in to, to, to live in. Yeah. Um, but I um, was watching, I'll talk about any entertainment bug as well, but I was watching a documentary mm-hmm. um, and, I th- and it was on YouTube because it's only been aired in America, but they've all been released on YouTube, as happens. 
Uh, and I thought, well, I don't fancy sitting in the spare room watching it on the tally there. I'm just going to pop it on my iPad and watch it in, uh, on the bed. Mm-hmm. And it was the middle of the afternoon. I opened up the window. The sun was shining in. I was in the heat of that window just watching tally. And I was like, this is lovely. Yeah. It's really comfortable. And it was warm and it was nice. And I was like, yeah, like we don't just chill, chill in bed no. or on the bed during the day ever. No. Like... We use that room to sleep in, and that's it. That is it, yeah. So I was like, oh, we we could do this more often. It's not that bad. You know, it's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we've decided to switch. So we've started the process this week. So this is yes. how we've been a bit more active. As I said, we've both been exercising a bit. Carol's been out walking and running. I've been out cycling. We're just trying to be a bit healthier, trying, trying to find a normal that isn't just... Sitting in front of the telly and eating cakes. And crocheting. And, and crocheting. And, you know, every now and again playing a song. Um, so, so yeah, so so we're in the process of moving. We've sorted out some of the storage cupboards and we've sorted out some of the clothes and under the bed. So we've got an ottoman bed and we've, we've sorted out all the stuff under there. Um, so hopefully next week we won't be recording from the cupboard of our spare room. <laughs> we'll be recording from the cupboard of our bedroom. Yeah. And the thing is, like, our studio is in the cupboard, which a lot of people use is like the laundry cupboard. Yeah. So we've having to like find spaces for like towels and bedding and stuff like that. So that's currently in my wardrobe, all the towels and all the bedding. Yeah. So then under the bed is like I've had to put half my wardrobe, like all my summer clothes, although yeah. I'll be switching them out soon. All my Christmas stuff, Halloween stuff. See, so. that, that's the thing about the flat as well, is that we have drawers and cupboards and storage and all these sort of things, but it's all coming, not all at once, just in mm. like like a bit Dips from here, dabs, a bit from yeah. there. And I feel like things were just utilised as and when. And I feel like we could better utilise all of our storage and all of our space. Definitely, definitely. So this is what it's going to help us do. So we are going to be very, very busy this week shifting everything around yeah um, so if anyone wants a sofa bed let us know because we are getting rid of one yeah if you're close to east Kilbride um and you want a sofa bed yeah let us know because otherwise unfortunately it's just gonna get thrown away yeah so we bought it off of facebook so it is second hand but it is really good condition yeah great condition um hasn't been used that much and uh you know it's it's handy to have and if we had more space and more rooms we'd definitely use it but it's just kind of taken up a, a lot of room at the moment. So that spare room that, you know, we're going to have is just going to have a chair in it. And yeah, it's going to be room. a dressing slash... Yeah, the brown room is going to be a dressing slash computer games slash chill out room. Yeah. 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 And it's going to feel warm and cosy. It feel like a little snug. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be nice. I'm I'm excited about the prospect of what's going to happen. Yeah, so we're also hoping to get rid of a chest of drawers. Yeah. And a computer desk. So there's yeah, lots of furniture we want to get rid no, of. No, the computer desk we are going to keep for a short while. Oh yeah, for your um for home for my home office. <laughs> so as much as you do want to get rid of that computer desk, unfortunately we're going to have to keep it just for a few months longer. It haunts me because Back in the day, I had one very similar in right. my parents' living room. Yeah. And it was like the computer desk. Yeah. And then it went into my bedroom and I had it as like my computer desk. Yeah. And then I managed to get rid of it. Right. And then we moved in and there was one here. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like ah can't get rid just of can't it. get rid of it and i like it and yeah. you go and so every time you suggest oh we can get rid of the computer desk i'm like no i want to keep it I'll, I'll put my tv and my playstation and stuff there. it works really well and you hate it don't you yeah yeah and then i'd finally succumbed and gone yep yeah, fine we'll get rid of it it's fine i guess i don't use it properly but now i'm gonna need it mm. because for, for an actual for its actual purpose oh and we've also been moving furniture around and we now have a dining table yeah so that's another thing as well things in the living room will be moving around and we've got yeah. a little like a uh, fold-out dining table we did have one when we first moved in yeah it was called um, like a bar table or something yeah yeah yeah, it, it like it had like this mechanism so that weird when it mechanism, was yeah. folded away, it looked like a sideboard. And I think traditionally you would keep like your bar supplies on it, and then you would like yeah. whip it out. So like, the, whip it out, way hey. So like the yeah. second shelf would slide up, so it become like a work, like a space. Yeah, so it had work. like two planks, and then it was on like a rot- rotary thing. Yeah. So then you'd pull that up, and then they'd click together to form the table, and then you click them apart. And it'd be a top plank and a bottom plank, and they yeah, and it'd just be a sideboard thing, uh, which was great. But we didn't really use it that often. But we have said that that's a good space there, right next to the door in the sunshine in the summer and stuff. We'll use it a yeah, lot more. Yeah, and now we're in isolation as well. Like uh, we've agreed that one night a week we will sit at the at the dining table and enjoy a meal together. Yeah, because we the thing is we do enjoy watching telly when we're eating. It's just a <laughs> yeah. habit. We're we're bad. Into. Yeah. Like John doesn't like the sounds of eating, so for us to just sit and eat and have a conversation is like weird. Yeah, it's it's, so it's not have, just like, that I don't on. like it. Like I, it's a genuine like phobia. Yeah, like it really gets to me. I hate the sounds of people eating. Yeah, so we'll so and maybe that we'll have like some music on or something, and it'll be nice because we're not going out. Like, yeah, we've got the record player as well, which yeah. we don't utilize as much as I thought we might because mm. we don't really get the chance. You don't really so. like just sitting listening to music though. I, d- I don't mind it. I, d- I don't mind it. Like I can't just sit and just listen to music. Yeah, you like, don't see that as like an activity. No, it, it's it's something that happens in the background. In the back, like yeah, that you while you're doing other things. Yeah, like. That's how, because I don't I don't know whether it's just the the musical ear in me and or the fact that I used to do it for work. But if I just sit and listen to an album, I just sit there dissecting it. Mm. Like I take apart. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, there's that bit of music. There's that piece. There's that instrument. There's that. There's the singers doing this. Singers doing that. Oh, like it's too much. If I'm just concentrating on the music, I don't listen to the song. Mm. I start to deconstruct the song so I can put it back together. Yeah, you know, in a different way, and I need to be doing something else. I need part of my mind occupied, so it's just I'm just taking in the music. Um, so I like to have other things, but yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have a dining table, and we'll have the little record yeah. player, and it'll be amazing. So if you want a sofa bed and a chest of drawers, then just let us know. Yeah, and and we've got some weird jug lamps that we've been trying to get rid of since we moved in. We even tried to take them to the dump at one point and they didn't fit in the car, so we've still got them. <laughs> yeah, we took a picture of them, put them online. We're like, these are free. Anybody wants to pick them up, absolutely can. Nobody nobody messaged And us. then I got rid of a load of stuff, like um, <laughs> like bedding, cushions, art supplies, like loads of stuff. Loads of stuff. And this woman was like, oh, come and collect it. She like helps with a, chin- a chinarity. Chinarity? Yeah, she yep. helps with a chinarity. Those chinarities, they're great. Um, so yeah, she was having a hard time. So she needed some things and she was like, oh, but I'll pass on anything that I don't use. Yeah. And um, she came and she was like, oh, 
we don't need those though. Yeah. And the yeah, lamps at the are end, Carol was like, here. "Oh, you can take these," and she was like, "No, no, thank you." So we're still getting rid of them. So we still can't get rid of them. Yeah. So if anybody wants, like, I'm going to take a picture and put them on the Hughes Musing site. And if anybody wants some ugly ass uh, jug lamps, then well, yes, like when them. we first seen them, we really liked them. They're just really big. Yeah, I don't know if it's the lampshade or. Yeah, it's definitely the lampshade. But I mean, it, I mean, it's a big ass jug lamp. It's massive. Yeah. Like you need a, a sizable house, you know. Yeah. And then our friends moved in, and they had a sizable house, and they have like some oldie worldy stuff in that house and we were like oh those lamps could fit with them and we were like do you want them they were like mm, no that's okay no oh, thanks <laughs> for the offer oh cool <laughs> um so yeah we've got those and if anything else i'll we'll let you know yeah we'll let you know and then uh once we've moved all the stuff i'm gonna build my globe as well oh can't wait yeah, I'm excited for that. I've got one of those um, 3D puzzles, 3D le- uh, jigsaw um, globe things that I've had for about two Five years. years. About two years, and I've always said I'm not going to build it unless we've got somewhere to put it, and we've not had anywhere to put it. So you're going to build a place to put it. We're going to designate a space for it while we're moving everything, and we're going to build it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, excited. Yeah, and we've got another puzzle. Which we could do up in frame. Which one's that one? The one that we got in Cyprus. Oh, the three, like map. three, yeah. three atlas map thing. Yeah, yeah the oldie worldy one. So we can frame that. Yeah. And then I've got some bedding at my parents, which is like a map that you got me for my birthday in Turkey. I've got you the um, yeah, the blanket thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we could do that in the 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 blue room. Yep, sounds amazing. It's all coming together, Carol. Oh, it's meant to be. Why Why we didn't do this years ago, I'll never know. Well, we've not been here for that long. <laughs> well, we've been here coming up to two years. Yeah. Two years next May. month. Mm-hmm. May yep. 14th. Yep. So, entertainment bug. Oh, oh, you don't bug me now. Mm, but we'll figure it out. Oh, 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 you don't bug me now. Yeah, you don't bug me now. You don't bug me now. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. You don't bug me now. You don't bug me now. So. (laughs) Cool. So on this week's Entertainment Bug, uh, I want to talk about a film that me and you watched a couple of nights ago. Yeah. So when we can't decide what to watch, because we've watched everything like we're up to date on everything. Yeah. Like we are looking for things to watch. So any recommendations, let us know. Something we can watch together, though. This is like so we both have things that we that we watch separately. Yeah. yeah. But like it has to fit within both of our tastes for us to watch together. So I've just been putting on like Disney movies in the background. Yeah. So I've watched like Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. What else did I watch? Beauty and the Beast, the original and the live action. Yeah. And then, so John and I were sitting down, like, oh, what are we going to watch? And I was like, oh, just pop something from Disney Plus on. So we went to watch the original Aladdin. Amazing. I love it so much. Oh, it's so good. It makes me so sad that Robin Williams is no longer with us. I know. I know. And it is an iconic performance. Yeah. Um, And it is one of the things that everybody remembers him for. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I love that film so much. That's like... Everybody has, like, a Disney film that they sort of grow up on. Yeah, so do you have any entertainment bugs from that? 
not necessarily entertainment bugs because I'm not sure, like, if they annoy me or I find them hilarious. Um, so <laughs> there was the one that you kept repeating that that really really made you laugh. And what was that, Carol? Um, I, well, I can't remember what she's doing, but Jasmine is talking to someone. It's Jafar, I think. Yeah, and she goes, um. Do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> the way she says it's it. Just, it's stupid. completely out of the rest of the character. Yeah. Just all of, accent, of a sudden, yeah. just this one line of, do you think I'm stupid? And then there's like this other bit in Aladdin that like I remember from being a child that always, always, always made me laugh and I think summed up my sense of humour as a child. And it's the bit where the... Genie goes, Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. If he can't do it, great! I love it. It's just the best because he's just like waving the flag, like totally bored, and then just goes nuts. Like, yeah. Oh, I just love that moment so much. It's like one of my favorite cinematic moments. And I remember watching that as a child and like my my family being like really shocked about how funny I found that because I just couldn't stop laughing at it. Aww. <laughs> it's just it, I love the I love the switch from like so Jafar Jafar he's our man if he can't do it great oh it's just so good I love it um and I just want to talk about like the absolute genius that is uh Gilbert Gottfried what does he play again uh Gilbert Gottfried is the, the voice of Iago yeah. who is just from start to finish in that film superb yeah, it's I just, remember his, like, his first line at the start. You were like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's just something about Gilbert Gottfried's voice that just makes me think, oh, this is Disney and it's funny. And it's like, uh, who's the other guy who does all the Pixar? Uh, John Ratzenberger, who used to be in Cheers. Right. Uh, he's amazing as well. I think he's Ham in Toy Story. Oh, okay. John Ratzenberger, yeah, yeah. he's in all of them. Um, and just there's something about their voices that makes me feel like comfort and at home and mm. and just like oh i'm ready for like some sort of disney magic animated <laughs> entertainment give it to me i'm ready so uh yeah but just gilbert gottfried is just a comic genius yeah. uh, especially especially as iago yeah so i was two when it came out so i'm not sure if i went to the cinema because i've got an older brother so i might have went to the cinema or i might have watched it like on tape like a couple of years later or something but all I can remember from the original is being so scared of like the opening scene. Like, yeah. With well, look, like obviously the guy is like storytelling, like Robin Williams as like a yeah store, like a market person. Yeah. Who's then telling the story? But that first cut scene that it goes to of Jafar and the, the sand, the sand oh, tiger, yeah, terrifying. Yeah. I remember I was so scared of that. Like the yeah. fear came back. Like scary. we were saying this as well. I was a little bit older, obviously, and I, I do remember going to cinema to see it. And and even like even I was like a bit like, whoa! It's like the voice. Uh huh. And it's so dark and yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was very no, scary. That was that was scary when you were young, you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I remember that as well. Um, just while we're talking about this, so I would like to know, and hopefully some of our muses can write in. I'd lo- I'd love to for people to let us know. What was your first cinema experience, Ooh. if you can remember? So me, I know mine. Carol, do you know yours? No. You don't remember your first cinema experience? I don't remember. Or what's like the first like, poignant memory of a cinema? 
I've got a feeling my mum told me that it was like The Lion King or Aladdin. Right. Potentially, it was, it was definitely a Disney film that I went to see and it was like my first time going to the cinema. Yeah. But what, what I remember from the cinema is, I don't know if it was like Odeon or just our cinema, but they had like a boy and a girl who were like um, like film. Right. And they were blue and they had eyes. Right. And they would like introduce the film or something. They, they would be the ones who'd be like, stop your conversation, like... Oh, okay. I don't know if you said switch off your mobile or not. And that was also like the kids' meal you got, like with the popcorn and the, right. the sweets and the drink or whatever. It was like the same character. And those, they were blue. Yeah. And they had like big eyes and they were like cartoon, but their body was like made from. So film. it's that at the same place where the cinema is now? Yeah. That cinema has always been there. Right. It's but... just been like refurbed and extended and all that. So do you think it probably was an Odeon? It sounds like it probably would have been an Odeon. Yeah. If it was a film with blue and all that. Because Odeon's always been blue. Yeah. Um. But that's what I remember is like seeing those characters. Yeah. And like knowing it's cinema time. Right. Well, the first... I, I, I've got very vivid memories of the first time that I went to the cinema. So it was in Llandidno. And the original cinema that I went to is now a fucking Weatherspoons, of course. <laughs> of course it's a Weatherspoons. Of course it is. Um, so the place that I went for my first ever cinema experience, and it was 1988. Before I was even born. I Well, I was only a little young and myself. I was four. And I remember this really clearly. Um, of going to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit um, okay. in the pavilion uh, in Llandidno, as I said, which is now, annoyingly, a Weatherspoons. But when you go into that Weatherspoons, you can still see a row of the old cinema seats that are, like, in the building Aww. still. Um, and, I, yeah, I remember really clearly that was my first ever cinema experience. But if you have any, like, vivid memories... Of going to watch your first ever film, let us know because I'm always intrigued. Like it's an interesting question for me. Always yeah. like to hear what people say of like what was their first. So, what's the first thing that you remember going to watch? Have you got any memory? No. Any thought? No, I I I couldn't. No. I think I might be a weirdo. Yeah, I think you are. It's like it obviously I makes so love the cinema. I love the cinema. I love being there. Like, I can't even tell you what I went to the cinema to see last year. <laughs> Like, like it is my happy place. Like, I cannot wait for a cinema to open again because the last thing I went to watch in the cinema before all this started was Onward, which is that new Pixar-y one. Okay. About the fairy tales and and it was it was all right. It wasn't terrible. It was a good Pixar film. Like, Pixar don't make bad films, but that cannot be the last thing that I ever go and see at a cinema. <laughs> Like, so I need to find my way out of this. Whatever happens, like, I have to get out the other side. Onward can't be the last thing that I ever watch in the <laughs> cinema. I'm just putting it out there. It can't be. So, yeah, first ever cinema experience was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, and let us know if you've got a memory of it, if you're a weirdo like me and love the cinema. Let us know. And I will try and find a picture. I've just been quickly looking at my phone to try and find that picture. What of the of the two characters? Yeah. Right. I don't know what what would I, what would I Google? I don't know. Like, was it actual characters on the screen, or was it like people dressed up? 
No, it was people. It was on the screen. I don't know if it was a boy and a girl or just a boy, but it, it was made of blue film and he had big white eyes. And I don't even know what to Google to. I'll work on that and I'll see what I can yeah. with. Yeah. Let us, let us know next week if you can find out, Carol. Definitely. Um, and then, as I said, I've been watching a documentary. Carol, have you been watching anything interesting this week apart from The Sopranos? No. Well, we started watching Killing Eve again. So, yeah, we've picked up on the new season. We'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. Um, what else? Criminal Minds. I watched the last episode. Oh. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's finished. That's good. It's finished. <laughs> that was really sad. Yeah, um, that's been going for how many seasons? What was what was the last season number? I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's been on, you know, it's a good, you know. 13 or something? Yeah. Yeah. Above 10. Anything above 10 is impressive. Yeah, um, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, but I have been watching it on Sky Witness, so anyone who's right. got an Amazon Fire Stick has already seen it, and I have not right. seen it, so don't give me any spoilers. I've already read two spoilers, and I'm so upset with myself for reading them. <laughs> but yep. once I start reading the sentence, I'm like, oh, got to finish it. I could just close the... Yeah, you could just, just no. walk away. I just read the rest of the sentence, Terrible. and I'm like, no! Carol, what are you doing to yourself? I know, so... So you can't shout at other people for giving you spoilers if you could be like... Because most of the time these things say, oh, by the way, spoilers. No, this one didn't. But still, you knew, if you knew it was coming, you could you should have stopped. But I'd already read the sentence before it clicked what I was reading. Terrible. Yeah, so I've, I've now seen two spoilers. But anyway, I've been watching that and it's good. And then one of my friends has been watching it back from the beginning. Right. I don't know if they're watching it for the first time or if they're watching it back, but they're like, oh my goodness, it's so emotional. Is it possible to watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy and not cry? I'm like, no. <laughs> it is very draining <laughs> to watch an episode. That is a really, really good descriptive of what Grey's Anatomy is. <laughs> draining. Draining. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. It is draining. So apart from my Disney movies, that's all I've been watching, really. Oh, fair enough. I've been uh, watching a couple of episodes of Keeping Up with Kardashians. Right. I'm watching... Um, why am I saying I? Catfish. <laughs> I don't know why I had I in my, my, <laughs> my brain. Like E-Y-E. Right. Um, but now I'm watching Catfish. Yeah. <laughs> Love that show. So the season they're on just now is like friends, like writing in being like, oh, you help my friend. They're totally yeah. being catfished. Help. So that's good. Right. Really good to watch. So not people writing in themselves going, I think I'm being catfished. Yeah. Can you find out? Because that's the way it used to be. Right? That's what it always has been, but they're trying to do something different because they're on like, it's, it's been 10 years since the film was released. So I don't know if it's like season 10 or season 8 or something, but it's definitely up there. Right. Uh, yeah. Watching. Well, the only thing I've been watching is that documentary that I was saying that I watched in the bedroom the other day. Uh, so... Any wrestling fans out there um, will know probably of the documentary series. Sorry, can I interrupt a second? Apparently. When you were watching WrestleMania, or whatever it was you were watching the other day, it was so weird that there was yeah. no audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, while we're talking about yeah. wrestling then. Yeah, so if anybody's watched it, I'm, I'm a little bit disgusted with WWE, to be honest. This actually can be my entertainment bug. Mm-hmm. Um, You're so rigid, yeah. I, I, I genuinely think I'm just going to boycott WWE completely after this. Mm. Um, just because I think it's disgusting. I think like Vince McMahon uses his influence and power in the most corrupt ways. 
And the more that I'm watching this documentary as well, I think, oh, it's just, it's all so dodgy and underhanded. Uh, so, yeah, we, we I watched WrestleMania, I watched a couple of weeks before. Anybody who's watched it recently and all these, like, closed-door shows and stuff, mm. watching it without an audience is so strange. Um, but the, the weirdest one, uh, if for anybody who watched it will probably agree with me, was there was a match between The Undertaker and AJ Styles, and it was called a Boneyard match, and it was like they made a really, really crap episode of Sons of Anarchy. It was just, it was so weird, and it was like scripted, but not scripted, and they tried to make it like wrestling, but like Hollywood. It was just so strange. And basically, and they, they called each other by their actual names as well. So AJ Styles called The Undertaker Mark, because that's his name, Mark Halloway. Like, on accident? or No, no, I think they were trying to make it, like, real and gritty. Oh, okay. But it, at the same time, it was filmed like a TV episode, like a trashy TV TV episode. There's just too much bad acting going on. And then, and then The Undertaker called AJ Styles Alan. So it was just, it was Mark and Alan having a fight in a field. It was just really weird. <laughs> and then there was this moment where The Undertaker punches through a window and he gets, like, this... F- obviously fake cut on his arm and goes, oh, I can't believe you made me bleed. And it is literally of, of like, the the ilk of going, oh, you made me bleed my own blood. You know, it was just so awkward. Uh, yeah, so, so it was amazing to see. And to be honest, I've got to give it to some of the wrestlers who participated in matches in the closed door that... The match quality was surprisingly good, considering there was no audience yeah, there. Yeah, it's like feed off. Yeah, it must be. But the, the wrestlers were obviously told to be more vocal. Uh, uh. Some of them <laughs> were naturally really good at it. Like there was a match between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Now, they're two very experienced sort of indie show wrestlers who worked their way through the ranks for years and they are at the top of their game and even without an audience like all the things that they said to each other are all in context all made sense all added to the match and you were like oh okay so it can be quite good and then there were some wrestlers who were like obviously not naturally good at like the discourse part of their job and are just you know more they're not quite there with like mike technique and skills and and doing that side of it and it was just uh there was uh one match in particular with an uso in it and he threw his opponent into a ladder and he went yeah in your face you get some boy was <laughs> was his smack talk oh, and it was like wow that's 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 wonderfully awkward. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> that's WrestleMania. It was really weird. I wasn't sure that I was... I was debating doing an actual WrestleMania review, but it's quite niche. Not mm. everybody listens, watches wrestling these no. days. And to be honest, with everything that's going on, the fact that Florida State have now said that wrestling comes under essential work is just so fucking corrupt. Shocking. And the fact that Vince McMahon is now part of the United States economy relief, even though he's just announced himself bankrupt or p- 
part of his company oh. or like part like one of the companies that he owns uh, right. the the terrible American Football Association that he tried to start himself to combat the NFL he's had to declare it bankrupt and not paid the people and then he becomes part of the American economy relief fuck off like I think I'm done with WWE um that coupled with things like them doing events in Saudi Arabia every year because essentially the Arabians pay him in blood money every year to to go over and do an event an event there is disgusting mm. like it's just really corrupt like and all the things he sort of did in the 90s and noughties with like wrestlers having concussion problems and drug problems mm. and hundreds of them have died and the disasters that have happened both like personally and professionally for all of them and he swept so much under the carpet until he couldn't anymore mm. and it's just it's or oh, just like like problems with wrestlers like dosing up and having to be on steroids because you're only a, like he he used to have a mindset like Vince had a mindset of like to be a wrestler you needed to be like six foot four and built uh, like an absolute house yeah so like smaller guys were having to like roid up and make themselves massive mm. just to get to uh, to step into the uh, door and then he'd be like oh I didn't know anything like mm. when they get caught like doping and stuff like that and just it's just all really really dodgy and he's such a corrupt person so is that what the documentary's about a lot of it so i've been watching dark side of the ring mm-hmm. uh, which is, is 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 stories that as a wrestling fan a lot of wrestling fans will know right. um, a lot of non-wrestling fans will have no idea mm-hmm. but it shows and in in i mean it's it's very well titled is the dark side of the ring is the horrible things that happen um, so that season opens up with the story of Chris Benoit, which a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. I think even you know the story of Chris Benoit without... Yeah, only through you, though. Would you have not heard it in the news if... like, Because it was... So. I mean, it was like a lot of people will know... What year that, was it? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember what year it was now. It must be at least... Let me have a look. It's got to be, what, 2007? I guess. Bear with. Two thousand and seven. Way. Uh no, I see. I would have been seventeen, and I don't yeah. feel like I did. I was aware of it. No. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chris Benoit. Uh, there's a lot of stipulation and conjecture of of to what exactly happened to him to cause him to do it. Yeah. Uh, but there's no conjecture in the fact that Chris Benoit. Um, killed his wife and his son and then hung himself in his gym yeah um yeah i mean it's it's horrific and it nearly stopped the wrestling industry completely it nearly shut everything down and Mm. nearly just destroyed an entire industry because i mean it was it was horrific he he went out of his mind yeah um and there's a lot of sort of uh, at first, like everybody was like, "Oh, well, it's obviously roid rage," mm, yeah. but I mean, no level of roid rage can cause you to do that. And the fact that it didn't happen instantly, like from what the police found out, it happened over a series of like three days. Wow. He killed his family, and then went to sleep. 
Right. And then woke up, laid loads of things out, left a suicide note, and then killed himself. Oh. So, yeah, it, so it wasn't it was roid like... rage. Uh, but what they what what essentially they do think it is is the fact that um, he had a condition due to the amount of concussions that he had. Right. Yeah. Um, and basically, like it was something to do with like a rotting in the stem cell of his brain um, that caused him to go mad, hear voices, hear delusions, and Mm. completely, like, changed his personality and his brain. Like, you know, your brain is muscle, it is tissue, um, and it was just... He'd gone mad, basically. He'd become a completely different person. The kind of lack of aftercare, or, like... That's it. Well, I mean, what they're essentially saying is that he had so many concussions that he had no no right to be in a ring anymore right he sh- he he had that many concussions and he had essentially just had severe brain damage right of a certain kind yeah that he he should not have been in a ring anymore hmm. after a certain period of time he shouldn't have been able to get in a, get into a ring yeah um and due to all that and due to the fact that he had that he did he did take steroids because he had to to stay as big as he was. Mm-hmm. He was on painkillers for the amount of injuries that he had. Right. He was on antidepressants because his best friend died. His best friend died because he had a a, a long term painkiller addiction that he'd managed to kick mm. a couple of years before, but that many years of painkillers addiction had done that damage. Thinned his yeah. blood so much and just made him so ill that he had a heart attack in a hotel room. Right. And then yeah, it's a very very dark documentary. Yeah, I mean, and that's just that's just one episode. I mean, they talk about other things as well, like the assassination of Dino Bravo. I just watched. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was a wrestler who was was in with the mob. His family were in were in the mob, um, and he used to use all his wrestling tours to smuggle cigarettes and things like that. And he became an enforcer because uh, the WWE had dropped him. Um, mm. because he wasn't a big enough star anymore or he got a bit older. Uh, he still needed to make money because he had a million-dollar house and, mm. you know, started becoming an enforcer because, you know, big guy, wrestler. He knows how to handle himself. So, you know, um, yeah. he, you know, ended up getting killed at his home. Uh, there's the alleged murder of, um, uh, what's her name, Argentino, uh, who was Jimmy Snooker's wife. Um, something happened in a hotel room. Not gonna put out, you know. He definitely killed her because nobody actually knows. But it looks very much like that. Um, and it, it was just really corrupt the way the case went away and then got opened again thirty years later. Mm. And they went, oh, do you know what? We've got enough proof to actually prosecute Jimmy Snooker on this. But by the time they went to prosecute Jimmy Snooker, he had dementia. Uh. From you know. You, be, being old and probably years of wrestling again mm-hmm. um and then yeah so i mean there's those and then there's some slightly more light-hearted episodes like uh i just watched an episode that was about a thing called the brawl for all you know if anybody watched attitude era wrestling uh the brawl for all was like the stupidest idea in wrestling so basically they put boxing boxing gloves on wrestlers and went get in there have a fight hmm. like an actual genuine fight yeah and these are nearly 300 pounds six foot something guys with no actual boxing training no going in and just slugging the crap out of each other for three minutes 
and then they'd break them up and let them go again until somebody won. It was bad, and you know it ruined some wrestlers' careers, and the it, it, it was just a really bad idea all round. And like the thing, and it was, but it was a bit more light-hearted because it was just they were laughing about how ridiculous it is. Even the guys who were injured in it and you know had mm. their careers cut short, they were just laughing. Because, I mean, what else can you do at that point of, like, such a ridiculous notion? And, you know, like, they volunteered for it. All, like, I think 16 of them volunteered to go into it. But it's because they needed a boost in their career. None of them were doing particularly well at the time. Mm. Uh, And they said, and and basically, they wanted to do it to promote a a certain wrestler. Uh, Who were they like? He's obviously going to win this. He was like an all-state wrestler. He'd done mixed martial arts. He'd done boxing. And, you know, they were like, he's obviously going to win this. So this is a great way to give him a boost to go and wrestle the big stars. He got beat in the second round. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then the guy who beat him won the event, won the whole tournament. And then they were, they didn't expect him to win the tournament. So they weren't going to give him the push. So, so they squashed him. They got, um, the famous boxer Butterbean, you know, the really big, big guy, really famous boxer, like mixed martial arts fighter, boxer, uh, big, big, massive guy called Butterbean. And they were like, right, uh, so you won the Brawl for All tournament, you're going to fight Butterbean. He lasted two minutes. Oh, dear. And and Butterbean said, he was like, the guy was, was, was obviously a tough guy, mm. but he's never had a boxing match. He's never had a mixed martial arts match. He doesn't, know how that goes no so he was never going to do well and they gave him all this time for train for it and the the guy who who got beaten like a guy called bart gunn he was talking on the documentary and he went i psyched myself out completely he was like i tried to turn myself into a boxer <laughs> he was like i tried to learn boxing in two months hmm. to fight butterbean and it was stupid butterbean said if he'd gone in and done what he'd done in the brawl for all as in just get up in his face and try and have a fight with him, he might have done okay for mm-hmm. a few rounds. But yeah. because he tried to box, he was he had already lost. Yeah. You know, because he tried to do it technically. But I've been trained for years and years and years. He was never going to win. No. And then they squashed him and then they sacked him because he lost. <laughs> it was just awful. So I yeah. think I'm done with WWE. I think I'm finished. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Just because it's all so corrupt and watching this Dark Side of the Ring thing, it's a really interesting documentary. If anybody used to watch wrestling or still does watch wrestling and doesn't know it, go and have a watch of it. It's really, really interesting. It's pretty heavy going sometimes, um, yeah. but it's amazing to watch. And I pretty much devoured the entire season uh, instantly. Um, there's still a couple of episodes to come out, though, so I'm just waiting for them to come out in the US now. So it's on YouTube, you've watching that? That's on YouTube because it's showing in America on Vice. It's not got... Uh, at a, a UK release yet because yeah, I think it shows on Channel Four. Oh, um, I think Channel Does Four. Does the late night Channel Four count? Channel Four have season one on on demand, right? Um, but obviously, season two is only just airing in America, so I'm watching it on YouTube because they're all released straight away. Oh. Switch it up a wee bit. You want to talk about the meteor shower? Well, yeah, I just wanted to have a quick chat about it because uh, obviously I go out, I smoke, so I, I I go outside. On the balcony? On the balcony late at night sometimes and uh, have a little look up because I'm like, well, let's see what I can see. You know, I'm not going 
out into the hills to see everything, but a lot of the times when you say, oh, there's going to be this great meteor shower, we don't see anything. No, I remember when I was younger seeing <laughs> some. Um, I remember stand. I remember my coming out of the driveway at my parents' house, coming out of the car, standing on the driveway, and my mum being like, quick, look up! And I've seen a few. Right. Um... And she and like she told me what it was and like oh that happens every twenty years or eighty years or whatever. Right. And I remember thinking, oh, special. Yeah, so like there's a big mm. meteor shower at the moment, but we won't see anything like because of I mean, essentially it's because we live in quite a built up area. We're just outside of Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in a big town as well, so there's so much light pollution that we don't see anything. No, I think we'd have to like find out what time you can see it from here, and then like go to a field and purposely maybe maybe yeah go out into the sticks a bit but uh yeah i haven't seen anything but like even back in the day when i lived in the country you know yeah just you you go up and go oh yeah no i can't see any <laughs> there's a cloud tonight <laughs> yeah i have i have seen meteor showers yeah. uh when i lived in egypt hmm. it was amazing because it was nowhere near as much light pollution and we used to literally just be able to sit out on the uh the roof of the building that we lived in and just sit there for a few hours and just see him. That was pretty amazing. Uh, But yeah, in the UK, don't see anything. But if anybody has any stories of actually seeing the meteors, let us know. Yeah. Because, yeah, I haven't seen any at all. Makes me a bit sad. So our viral videos from last week were hilarious and... Loved them. Yeah, very true of us having an argument about you not washing the pot properly. It's usually the other way around, just so everybody knows. Stop it. Carol's really shit at housework. Yeah, I am shit at housework, but I can wash a pot. (laughs) (laughs) So this week's video is a cute little dog who is learning some tricks, and it's learning to speak. Speak, yeah. But it... It's not quite there yet, so doesn't, I'll let you listen to it. Doesn't quite understand it. But you can't hear anything, but I'll, sh- I'll post the video, um, so go have a listen. But this is the audio you listen out for. Speak. 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 <laughs> yeah, so it's just basically a little dog sitting there, and its owner is obviously saying speak and the dog is just opening its mouth but not seeing anything yeah to to truly understand why it's amusing uh you do have to uh have a look on the facebook site and uh see the video that carol posts yes so that brings us to our good news yay a bit of happy thoughts we're thinking happy 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 thoughts So we haven't got as many this week. I think people are sort of struggling to see the wood for the trees at the moment. I think everybody's sort of feeling the the tension of having to deal with everything. Yeah. Um, So we haven't got as much good news, but we do have a couple of little victories, which are wonderful. 
so first of all, just a quick update on on my friend Claire. She did go into surgery on Monday. She has come out of it the other side, Yay. which is wonderful. She is well on the road to recovery. We're all really, really happy about that. So anybody who sort of sent her some happy thoughts, we really do appreciate that. But uh, we've, we've heard good news so far, so uh, that's just amazing. So yeah, go Claire, and uh, hopefully we'll get to see you soon. Yes. Um, and uh, friend of the show, Lynn. Uh, yes. she wrote into us today so a couple of weeks ago if you if you've listened you might remember me talking about um people struggling to get free from foods yeah uh people who have nut allergies gluten allergies yeah. intolerance dairy intolerance things like that uh lynn's really struggled since all this has started because people have gone out and bought things that she needs from the yeah. supermarket so there's because no pasta they can't on the find yeah. the normal stuff. Yeah, like you said, if they can't find the pasta on the shelf, they'll just go to the free-from section and go and buy it from there, which means Lynn can't go the pa- buy, buy the pasta that she needs. No, she can't have any pasta. So, which is, you know, neither here nor there. I sort of did say at the time, look, don't do it because you don't need to do it. No. There's other options and things there. There's no other options for people having to buy free-from. So she ordered like a big uh, online, a big package thing, uh, which is all um, free from food. Uh, and that got delivered today. Yay! So she's buzzing. She's got loads of food that she can eat now. Yep. Makes her I've really, seen really the picture. Happy. She's got biscuits. She's got pasta. Everything. It just, pr- it just shows like we are so lucky that neither of us have any allergies, intolerances or like major food preferences like we're not True. vegan or anything like True. that True. so we can go to any shop and find something that we will be of happy course. to eat absolutely yeah we're, we're, so we're very um versatile in what we can buy and yeah. eat and use you know we can adapt really easily yeah some people can't but that's a huge huge thing for linda's fact that yeah. she can eat properly now which Yay. is great yeah so yeah she has been saying that she's been struggling a wee bit so it's good that she's yeah, got some. Yeah, it's been it's been a big for stress for her. The fact that you know she's struggling to eat, so yay. you know that's a big thing for her. So yay, yay, Lynn, woo! And then Kelly, um, our sister-in-law. What's she your sister-in-law? Law? I'm just gonna say sister-in-law, you know. But yeah, my brother's sister-in- wife, sister-in-law, law, yeah, yeah, law, law. Um, so she has been doing the couch to five k. Yeah, and she's doing very well with it. She's been out almost every single day since she started. Right. And she's managed to convince me yep. to start as well. I'm not sure how I feel about it, though. Right. So I've done two runs, like walk runs yep. um, so far. And I hate the build up to it. Right. I really don't enjoy doing it. And then yep. after it, I'm sore. Like, yeah, a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I've done some exercise. But Are you finding that you've had any development? Are you feeling less sore or is it getting a bit easier as you go? I, I was less sore after my second run, definitely. Um, but I wore the wrong shoes the first one. Like, I didn't really realise what I was really up prepared for. for it, yeah. Mm. I just had, like, my trainers on. Like, my fake sketchers that I, like, kind of kick about in. But sure. the second thing, I wore my, my, <laughs> my running shoes. So yeah. I didn't have as sore ankles right sh- like my shins get sore is that weird no like the that's impact, not weird yeah. yeah exactly it's all impact yeah um but yeah like my thighs were sore my feet my feet have been really bad since like just 
my, can. my delicate little feet. You know, like my skin, like and stuff like that. Like right, okay. They're, they're delicate little feet. Well, that's it. They just need to get used to it. The, the only Toughen way that you up, do yeah. do that is is build up a tolerance. Yeah, but like, see, like before lockdown, I would go to like uh, what was that drumstick one called? Pulse. Pound. 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 And see, I looked forward to it. I loved doing it. And after it, I felt great. I was sweaty. I'd had a good workout, a bit of a dance. Loved it. Um, I also done a yoga class, which yeah. I looked forward to and enjoyed. And I felt, you know, like zen and peace and relaxed. And came af- when I came out of it, I did yeah. feel like I had good stretch. Like I'd stretched my muscles. Right. And I felt more flexible and relaxed and... Yeah, just good. Yeah. And then I also occasionally they would do like a circuit class or a step class and they were like fun. Like I enjoyed them. Yeah. And I felt good after it. Okay. But running, I do not get that joy from. No. So I don't know if I just need to stick at it and maybe I'll find the joy or I need to just switch it up and do something different because I it's really hard. Like it's really hard. I've never been a runner. I've never been able to run like much i don't know how you describe it like no no i I mean i can see myself as like fit as in like i enjoy long walks i do those exercise classes i talk about like i can can i can give my full for a tums bums and thighs for an hour and yeah it's hard and but i'm fit enough to do it if you know what i mean sure sure running it's it's not really a fitness thing it's more of a like i don't know how to breathe i don't know how to run like i just don't know Right. I don't enjoy it. I really don't enjoy it. I don't know. I'd maybe speak to a few of our friends who run. Do run, yeah. Yeah. Like, just have a chat with them and see, you know, whether, like, when they started running, whether they encountered similar things or things Mm -hmm. like that. I can't help you. I'm not. I've never been a big runner. I've always been more about cycling or swimming, uh, just because I've had a few problems with my knee through the years. So. And I'm a big guy. Uh, Running's never been a good thing for me because I don't deal with the impact of it very well. Um, so it's not something that I'd ever really be able to help you with because it's not something that I've done. Yeah. All I can say from a cycling perspective, um, when I've when I've sort of fell out of it and had to get back into it, the first few kill you. Mm. Like I did three miles on the bike the other day, and I came back knackered after three miles. <laughs> That's shocking. Yeah, but I went out again a couple of days later yeah. did three miles and it, it didn't really feel like much no so no. You know. yeah so this thing you do is like the, the couch to 5k which was popular a few years ago but i don't know if anyone's done it recently but anyway it's like you do a five minute warm-up and then you run for a minute walk yeah. for a minute and a half run for a minute and you do that and then you i was dead like by the end of it like i like my legs were jelly i couldn't breathe like i was sweating i could feel my brain pulsing <laughs> And the guy on the thing is like, congratulations, you just ran a total of eight minutes. I'm like, that's not something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. I'm nearly dead here and it's eight minutes. Eight minutes. <sighs> like, but were you like running hard? Are you sprinting or are you no. just going for a light jog? A light jog. Okay. For a minute, it's, it's really hard. Eight times in a row. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it and I think that's what, I don't. I'm gonna push through it. I'm gonna do it for another couple, couple of times and see how I feel. Yeah. But I'd rather go like I'd rather walk for two hours than do this run thing, which takes half an hour. Sure, sure. I'd rather 
prance around in the living room to the GBX for 40 minutes Shut up. than do this stupid running for half an hour. I get you. So I don't know. I, I'm, yeah, maybe speak to a couple people who are runners. Who are runners and see, and what see if they've saying. had to break down barriers like that or whether... You know, and I've heard bad things about running, like it's bad for your ankles, it's bad for your feet, it's like not the best form of exercise and stuff like that. So the fact that I don't get joy from it, like it's not worth it. It's a great form of endurance exercise. Endurance athletes yeah. do really well with running. Um, like that's why boxers run. Right. Like, I was talking to my brother Gaz about this. The reason they run so much is because it is yeah endurance, pure yeah. unadulterated cardio workout. It's really good for endurance. So that's why boxers, fighters, things like that do it, because they need explosive endurance. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, I used to go to the gym with Sophie, one yeah. of my friends, and um, we would like walk on the treadmill, then do a bit of this, do a bit of that. And I remember after going there for a couple of months, I could run on the treadmill for yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. And now I could do that. Well, no, but, like, it's, I have it's, done it's all past. about building up. Yeah. Like, I mean, neither of us have been particularly good at going to the gym no so yeah i'm yeah. a classes type of person and like see this whole like oh you can exercise once a day and go for a walk but you can't drive somewhere to go for said walk like i don't get joy from just going out and walking yeah like i have to have a route i have to have a start and an end like the route that kelly and i have created is quite good because it's like 5k i walk it it's up and down it's nice i can do that full circuit yeah i can go to strathclyde park and walk around it takes just over an hour i think yeah something like that yeah it's up and down i like it like, i can't just go out and walk like i get lost yeah it's a, it's a lovely walk that strathclyde park walk it is lovely it really is amazing yeah i've always enjoyed doing that but i don't know if we're allowed to do it just now i know no, people are doing I don't it but... th- I, I think people are doing it and because we saw people at the heritage lock yeah it was busy so i mean you know people are but then the car park was cordoned off so. yeah so you have to walk to it or whatever but yeah yeah, I mean, I don't know. Don't know. I don't know, but yeah. So that's the good news. <laughs> Our happy thoughts is that Kelly is amazing and done lots of runs, and I am trying to do some runs. Good for you. It's good that you're trying. It's good that you started. Yeah. Uh, so lastly, Carol, it's been a while, but I have a really important question for you. Mm-hmm. Carol. Mm-hmm. What's a moosin? Socialization. <laughs> Socialization. No, social isolation. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to have a quick chat about how social we are during isolation. So, yeah, I coined this. It's socializing while social distancing. <laughs> so catchy. <laughs> so catchy. Just like that. <laughs> so, since we've been in lockdown, and since before we've been in lockdown, we have been doing a. Uh, pub quiz yeah so it's every friday um and it's a guy called jamie fleming who runs it he is amazing i think it's his job does he do pub quizzes i'm not sure if it's his job job but i know he definitely does do pub quizzes sort of during the week yeah Yeah. um in in sort of venues and stuff like that so he's had a social distancing quiz since all of this started and one of our friends knows him, was like, oh, do you want to be on our quiz team? And we were like, oh, absolutely, we'd love to. Uh, so we do that every Friday with yeah. our team. Yes, and what's our team called? The Quentin, the Quarantine Tarantinos. Way! There is some good names there, isn't there? There's yeah. one name, I Get Locked Down. 
Yeah. And I get off again. Uh, Quarantina Turner, I liked as well. <laughs> yeah, some good names. So I think the first time we played, there was like 56 people on yeah. the Zoom meeting. So yeah. the last time there was like 30 something. Yeah, it's it's dwindled a bit. And you do understand that people can't do it every week. Like yeah. just, we're enjoying it. Uh, so we've done it every week. We've won once. Yep, we've came eighth, first and second. Which is pretty good going, I'd say. Yeah. yeah that's not bad at all. So it's like the rounds we do really well are, are like the speed rounds, the general knowledge rounds. And then there's been like themed rounds so there's like yeah. a harry potter one a disney one we do really good at those ones it's the luck ones we're really bad at we're really <laughs> we're really really unlucky like they, he does like a race round where you have to pick your runner yeah. um and we do really badly we always pick the wrong runners yeah we won one this week which yes. kept us in the game which is why we finished second yeah so it was like <laughs> sausage dogs and they were like racing you had to pick one and the one we picked one so it's like you get five points, three points, or one point for your first, second, or third. So we got five points for that. And the next one was that Aussie Man Reviews. Yeah. And it was um, a women's race. And we picked one called Sheila because my mum's name is Sheila. So we're yeah. like, yeah, we'll go for Sheila. And didn't come anywhere near first. Not even close. I think she finished like fifth. Fourth or fifth. Yes, we didn't get any points. And what was the other one? The weird horse one. Was the... It's uh, a virtual one. Yeah, Yeah, the Japanese like anime uh, animated horse racing thing yeah so they're all weird like one's like an elephant dressed up as a horse one is like a panto horse like they're not real and um, so you have you can't even like strategically guess which one it is yeah you just it's just potluck yeah um we yeah. came like um yeah eighth or something like that. yeah we, we didn't do well uh and we so never get we, us down yeah traditionally we haven't done well on those no like any week um, and then there's like a theme every week. Well, not every week, but most weeks now there's like a Yeah, theme. there's like a challenge every week of like, so one week it was like wear the craziest hats. Yeah, so we won that. So we, we won, won extra that. Five we had points. some crazy hats, which was great. Yeah. Uh, last week was uh, show us your... Weird antiques or something. Weirdest, most unique antique. And we don't really have anything. We don't really keep that sort of stuff here. Our teammates had some cool stuff though. Yeah, they did. I think that put us in the running. I think the fact that yeah. we didn't have anything may have taken us back out again. Oops. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, like people had loads of like random little artifacts and stuff like that. So that was really cool as well, so... But yeah, it's been really good. So that's one thing that we've been doing to socialise during social distancing. Yeah, and we have said previously that we're not usually the type to have a drink in the house, but at the pub, we have a drink. Yeah, on on a yeah. Friday night, yeah, we, we, we definitely do. I think they've missed out on one because I've seen that one of our friends shared the pub that they do and it's called the, the Nay Pub Quiz. <laughs> Nay Pub, right. <laughs> and it's just funny. So yeah, a friend, a, another friend of mine does one on a Wednesday night called the Publis Pub Quiz. Oh, uh, for, yeah, my friend Nathan. Yeah, there's quite a few people are doing like their own family pub quizzes. And yeah, stuff like I've that, wanted I, I've wanted to do his because obviously he's a good mate of mine, but uh, we always seem to be busy on a Wednesday night. So yeah, normally we record the podcast on a Wednesday. Yeah, so we'll we'll try and sort of do that at some point. I think. Yeah, and then my parents have started a casino night. Yeah, a family casino night, which is amazing. Family and friends. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So last week we. Did... On the Thursday with the Purdens and they are hilarious, aren't they? They are characters, as, oh, you, as you'd say. They're so funny. They, they're hilarious, yeah. That's the family I went to America with. I know. Yeah. Um. So anyway, my parents are adorable. My dad got all dressed up with his like suit and tie on. <laughs> 
to be the the casino host. Yeah, it was really good. But the the suit jacket did not last long. It was no, a bit it was roasted. <laughs> and his arms were getting in the way. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, like we pick our chips, we pick our numbers, and they put our chips down and uh, spin like the spin the roulette and all that sort of stuff. It's yeah, it's really good. And then. Uh, we're going to try and do blackjack this week as well. A higher and lower. Higher lower as well. Yeah, so it's going to be Saturday this week. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so we're going to have a drink. Saturday. So that's good. We've also played Cards Against Humanity. We did. We found this website. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Let me have a look. So yeah, you can like, it's like a chat room type thing. So we done it on two separate devices. So we had one device where we were playing the game and another device where we set up a video call. So... You could play it without the video because it shows you everyone's cards like after they've played them so you can like read them all but we done it over video so it's a bit more fun but it's really awkward because I'm not the best reader and some of the words on the cards are like famous people I don't know or like terms in history that I don't know or like yeah. weird like Japanese like porn things and stuff like that that I don't know <laughs> yeah. so I always get really like awkward trying to read it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not a confident reader and you have to read it like on the spot. I get you. Sometimes you throw yeah. away a card that could have been potentially good because you're not 100% sure what it means. Yeah. yeah. Or when you've got to read out all the white cards that people have given to you. I get you. <sighs> and then Stressful. you read it out and you're like, and other people laugh and you're like, I'm not sure why that's Don't funny. get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the game is called All Bad Cards. All Bad Cards. It's the forum area. It's called All yeah. Bad Cards and it says, play Cards Against Humanity Online. Yeah, it's it's really good. I don't know if there's like a limit to of people, but we had eight devices eight. Yeah. Uh, playing, so it's it's quite hard. It's like quite long to like read out all seven white cards. Yeah, in hindsight, I wouldn't go any more than eight. No, I think no. that was like the limit of what it could be. Yeah, because but... it kept a decent pace, but it does take a bit of time. Yeah, but then a couple people left early, so it was just six of us playing. So it was five white cards you had to read out. Yeah, and it was like. Oh, is that it? <laughs> but that's only because we got used to doing yeah. more. But I wouldn't go any more than eight. No, I'd recommend six. Six was a nice number. Six to eight, yeah. Yeah. Is is like the perfect amount. And it was, it was really funny. It was good. I love that game. Yeah, it we had a good, good laugh. Game. Yeah. Yeah. And Mari was the clear winner. Yep. She is hilariously good at picking cards. Yeah. Yeah. She's got that dark humour which works. Apparently so. <laughs> uh, but no, so that was really, really good. And I think... Uh, probably try for another night again soon yep and then we have been playing a little bit of house party i know it's quite like oh not sure if people should be playing it or not there's lots of rumors going around that like things yeah are being security problems like but that. like i know quite a few people that have used the app and nobody's really had nobody i know no has had a problem no. on that yet so yeah so we've been playing that a lot of my parents like the pictionary one um it's called draw this or something like that it's quite fun oh yeah 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 that was really good and what was the other one as well they got like a heads up there as well yeah but you've got to pay for quite a lot of the cards on that have which you is quite annoying yeah oh that's disappointing it's like the basic one that we play i think we're really good to play with my nephews but we've not played that yet no and then there's another one that is really weird that i didn't really <laughs> understand the rules what was it called taco nacho and guacamole i don't know I don't what know. it was called but it was I didn't understand it, it was I weird. don't think I remember playing that yeah you got to like pick a card that it was a bit like Cards Against Humanity but like PG right okay so we've done lots of socialising you also have a Thursday night hangout with your boys Sunday night with the lads oh Sunday night with the lads yeah so um, 
Alan, who we've talked about a bit. I played at his wedding. I was one of his best men. He was one of mine. Uh, so all the grooms party from Alan's wedding. We have like a Sunday night catch up where we have a drink. Sunday sesh. We have a chat. Like we basically like we don't do anything in particular. We just have a chat every Sunday yeah. night, and it's really nice. And yeah, you know, it's good for us to catch up because um, obviously. You know, um, a couple of the guys, like, they live on their own. Oh, do they? Yeah. And, you know, I'm lucky that I live with you. So lucky. (laughs) Alan's lucky that he lives with Roz. Very lucky. Very lucky. Um, But it's nice to talk to people outside of that loop, you know? Definitely, yeah. so that's something that we have been doing as well. Is just having chats with people, just giving people a call and having a catch up and things like that as well. Just general sort of socialising. But you know, we wanted to talk about some of the games and some of the group things that we've been doing. If anybody's got anything that they want to suggest or want to try with us, if you want to try it as a group of muses, really? let us know. Just drop us a message, and we'll we'll quite happily try and host something online and you know play a game or do something. Yeah, the um, the doigs and their family have been doing a cocktail masterclass type thing where they take it in turns to pick a cocktail right? and they all they pass it the recipe and then they all follow it and taste it and like rate it and stuff like that. That's cool. But yeah, sounds fun. That's amazing. If you've got all the setup there, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I think they give it a bit of warning so they can go out and buy it. Sure, sure, yeah. Get and then there's there. another person on my Facebook who they take it in turns to like deliver. Like, so they put like... A couple of shots of vodka, a couple of shots of whatever the ingredients are in little tubs yeah. and put it in a bag and then they leave it on everyone's doorstep so only one person has to buy it right? and leave it on everyone's doorstep and Amazing. then they kind of mix the cocktail and make it together. Cool, cool. Yeah, but guys, uh, that, that sounds great, to be honest. Like, uh, We could do that. We could do a little class from, from our bar. Yeah, I love a French martini, which is what I was having last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, but you're having slightly different French martinis, so you weren't having it as a martini. No, I was having it as you a You having... Pink. It was a French martini long. Yeah. So I was having the same amount of alcohol, but, like, double the amount of pineapple juice. Yeah. So I was, like, taking it easy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it you'd have to go and, like, think of a different name for it. There probably, probably is a name for it. It probably is called something else. I'd have to do a bit of research mm. and see... A tall Frenchie. What that is. A tall Frenchie. I like it. If it hasn't got a name, that's a good name for it. Uh, but yeah, guys, if you want to play any games with uh, us at the Hughes Museums podcast, then let us know. Uh, we'll quite happily host things, we'll quite happily like try play games and do things like that. And, you know, we'll try and host it through the Facebook site or something like that if we can as well. Um, but just let us know if there's any ideas that you have or anything you want to try, any games you want to play. Yeah. If you want to get involved, let us know. You know, we're very much up for socialising from our isolation. If you just fancy like a wee game of Pictionary, like it doesn't have to be like in major, just if you fancy. Just let us know, yeah. A wee game. That's, uh, you know, like during this time we all have to support each other. Any community that you have, then, you know, that's that's where you know you're going to find like-minded people hopefully the muses and people that listen to the podcast you know are like-minded people if we can be a community that comes together post on the facebook site post on our website anything you want to want to do anything you can try and do drop us an email um which most people won't even remember what the email address is anymore no so that is uh the email address is the hughes podcast at gmail.com sure is um, but yeah, like uh, we use the Facebook site a lot, so that's a good place to message us. 
because uh, we'll get those straight away if you want to use that. That's just Hughes Musings on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. And uh, yeah, just let us know. Like, get involved. Get um, get socialising with us. Cause, yeah, uh, we've heard of some people like catching up on some old episodes. So we have one couple who have a um, earpod each while yeah. doing the gardening. Yeah. And they like look across the garden and laugh at each other at the same time if like something <laughs> funny's going on. And I've had another one um, who's just what's he been doing? He said he's just been listening to them all. Yeah, just been catching up from the start. Yeah. Uh, got all his family involved as well. He said uh, <laughs> all his family started listening now. So from the start and just been catching <laughs> up. And now now we're getting messages of when does the next one come out then? Yeah. So It's funny because people will talk to me. A, a girl messaged me and she was like talking about something I'd said in the podcast. Like weeks ago. But it was like two months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no I idea am- I've had that as well. Somebody messaged me the other day because they'd listened to like episode like nine or something like that, and they were like, "Oh, you know, I I, I agree with this," and I'm like, "Great, <laughs> that that's great." Yeah. So if you're talking to us about um an older episode, like but, yeah, try and maybe, give us a bit more of a yeah, clue maybe about reference what the episode or the subject that we we're talking about because we literally just chat shit and hope it comes together. Uh, so we won't remember what's going on. Uh, but yeah, like we're we're loving. The fact that we've got loads more listeners now. Yeah, the uh, lockdown really helped us out. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, we're loving the fact that people are writing in. We're loving the fact that people are getting involved. It really, really means a lot to us. So uh, keep doing it. And uh, if you are new to joining the podcast, then welcome. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to the community of muses. Yes. Uh, lots of love to you all. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave you on that note. We really appreciate everybody who's listening. Uh, honestly guys it's amazing uh we appreciate all the writings all the new listeners welcome everybody get involved we want to build a community uh it really means a lot to us um if you aren't sure why we're doing it go and have a listen to the teaser trailer yeah uh, we absolutely explain exactly why we're doing it we're not doing it to sort of be famous or put ourselves out there or anything we're literally yeah just we've doing it. had um we've been asked if we do like a patreon or anything like that but no we're not doing that it's just no because patreon generally charge and we don't really want to charge any money for it um but we're just appreciating everybody listening um it really like our listenership's like nearly doubled yeah since yeah. we've since uh, the isolation so thanks very much for catching up and like we said get involved send us a message however you want to uh but until then We'll see you soon. Chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.